Hi, welcome to A Rockstar It Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. Um, you may know me from the band Museum Mouth or Gay Meat or Say Anything. I'm Becca. Hi. I have nothing interesting to say today. I'm sorry. Oh my God. She dropped the ball today. I know. <laughs> well, today is really exciting because um, we're making history for the second time on the pod. We have our second guest ever. Today we're joined by Felix Walworth of Told Slant. Hi, Felix. Hi. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm Felix. Um, I'm a musician. Uh, play mostly with the band Told Slant and a couple other people uh, for, you know, musician for hire kind of thing. I met you when you were playing bass in La 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 La. Right. Yeah, I was actually yes. thinking about the conversation that we had in the green room a lot while I was listening to this record. We were talking about Lady Gaga and oh no 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 we were talking about Grimes and we were talking about <laughs> villainy in pop music. Uh huh. Um, I, I there were a lot of uh, of of threads through that into this this Waves record that we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yes. Also, Felix, the big reveal we're reviewing King of the Beach today by Waves, a record that I know I spent a lot of time with when it came out. Both of you guys Becca? are frozen. Becca, you're frozen on my screen. You're actually frozen in an iconic pose, too. Yeah. Hold on. I want to take a screenshot. Yeah, it's a good... It's a, <laughs> you're back. You, you two froze. Did you hear me at all? No, we didn't hear you at all. Oh, I didn't hear y'all either. I, yeah. <laughs> whatever y'all were talking about, I have no We were talking idea. about villainy and pop music. Okay. Felix, I would like to point out, in that conversation, you said something that has resonated with me every minute of every day since and it was you have a list of three words that every emo song contains oh i have to remember what they are can you please tell me what they are (laughs) i know one of them is precipice yes (laughs) which is the funniest word of all time well i can't remember what the other two were Corey, who was also there he like continually reminds me of them because it like it rocked our world (laughs) i think dichotomy might been might have been one of them that sounds right. <laughs> Who knows? If the third one, the third one will come to us in the middle of the pod and we'll announce it with <laughs> heavy grandeur. But this is exciting because, Felix, you have a new record that is um, only a couple days old. <laughs> yeah, it came out on Friday, I guess. And it's it's a Tuesday now. Um, yeah. Is it? Tu- oh, it's Monday. Who, okay. It's Monday? Okay, it's Monday. Yes. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> Oh, the new record is called Point the Flashlight and Walk. It came out on Double Double Whammy. And I know when we met and we had this iconic conversation, um, I had asked you because I'm a fan. And I was like, okay, and you told Slant when? And you were like, well, I'm working on it. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, no rush. But it's so exciting that it's out in the world now. Yeah, it's it it feels, it's surreal. I mean, I feel like like every artist feels that way every time they release anything. And every artist says that they feel that way every time they release something. It's just like... I made it. I put it out into the world. Now it's this different thing that I don't understand anymore. Um, so, you know, I'm like, I've just been feeling completely insane the last, like, four days. Like, like high highs, low lows, just, like, either, like, sleeping or, like, jittery. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I love that. There's a there's a small cat somewhere going absolutely buck wild in the audio. That's is that Chauncey. you? Oh, okay. That is Chauncey. It would typically it would typically be me. I have four cats, but I'm glad that mine are all behaving right now. That's very cute. I have one really bad boy. Um, <laughs> so he like Yeah, I'm not surprised that of all the cats present among us that he's the one that's making the sounds. But he oh, wants dinner really bad. He wants yeah, this is, on the pod. This is amazing timing. He's yeah, like, let the cat let on the me pod. On the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I'll bring him up here onto the pod if he if he wanders back in. Oh my god, exciting! Okay, so this is this is funny that we're doing this record with you because when I sent you the list of potential albums to review on the pod, you opted for this even though you had never listened to it before. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Which true. is that's history making. <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel like, yeah, like it sort of betrays the entire uh, like like idea of this podcast is about like exploring like nostalgic music and like trying to like find the like, you know, actually meaningful things that are going on in these pieces of music and divorce them maybe from like just what it feels like to be a teenager who's drunk or something. Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, So but so I guess I, I want to say, like, <laughs> I feel like I picked this record because I had a lot of disrespect for waves in my heart <laughs> that I, like, felt. <laughs> I, didn't, I, won't, I don't want to say I felt bad about it because I, I didn't and I don't. But I was like, I want to, like, figure out what this is all about, actually. Um, Beautiful. What better time than now to dig into it then? Right. You know, like I'd rather I I and I'd especially like to like listen to this album in like the reverse context of most people, which is like I found out that this guy is like a landlord and then I heard his music. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So The Waves is one of those people that like the controversy in Nathan's existence in the last few years is like everyone treats it like it's wild and like so crazy it's like look like waves arrived at you know point c where now he's a landlord and everyone hates him but it's weird because even like early on in the waves like cinematic universe there was drama with the first lp and then leading into this record where i guess he had the drama from hella performing in the live band Hmm. for on tour for that first record and they had like an on-stage brawl i believe is that the lore no i watched the video are you talking about their when they performed at primavera sound maybe because the drummer just walked off stage and he was just over it okay and i that was that i think that's zach hill the hella and death grips drummer i don't know are you Okay. Are y'all saying Nathan is a landlord now? Yeah, Nathan <laughs> is a landlord now. There was like a big thing on Twitter where like, and it's still people are still making jokes about it now. Where I, I guess he that. renovated, he renovated some piece of property and turned it into some sort of rental property, and everyone's freaking out and continues to freak out. Well, I think yeah. it was it was extra funny because it was like they're like kind of expensive, and they're also like. Uh, he had this whole, like, he was like, well, like, in my defense, like, I'm just trying to earn, like, a passive income. And everyone was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, literally defined passive income, never heard of that. (laughs) Landlords suck. Yeah, very that. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I just think it's, I yeah, the controversy abounds with this, this man and his music. Is this in San Diego or somewhere else? The the owning of land? Yes. <laughs> I think it was in LA. I think it was like, oh. it was in like a neighborhood that I recognized even. It was like Echo Park or like Silver Lake or something. like One of those cool cities within LA, not a city. Whatever you call them. I can't think of the word. Do they call them boroughs when you're from LA or is that just New York? <laughs> I don't know what they are. Like are they're just are they neighborhoods even? Or are they probably neighborhoods? What well I'm thinking since I'm in the Bay Area and we have so many what people they're like, what if they ask you what part of Oakland do you live in? Be like, I'm by the lake. See, that's like, Becca, you know, you, because we're from the same origins, you know that like a borough is the most ridiculous concept to me where it's like, you're just from a different town. That's a different town. (laughs) But it's not out in San Francisco. There's so many, like you have Nopa, which is right next to like the Richmond. And then there's like the sunset and it's all, they're not even that far away from each other. Oh, my big, my big Bay Area geography lesson that I'll never use since touring is dead now. But don't say that. Okay, mm. it'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. All right, let's uh, let's dive into the record, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All um, right. So track one on King of the Beach is actually the title track, King of the Beach. It's. I do want to say I think that this is a really great opening track to this record. I think I had I didn't know what to expect going into this record as a fan. I had only listened to um, the three V record before this a couple times, and I didn't really stand it. Being like a kid who was like a self recording at home person, like I could put distortion on annoying loops that I made in Ableton all day long, and so it's not like ground. It wasn't groundbreaking to me, but like to hear this man's like songwriting kind of level up into like essentially pop songs, I was like, okay, this is cool. This is like pop punk almost even. Hey, Carl. Hey, Becca. I have a question for you regarding a line that I read in the Spin Review article of this album. Okay. And one of the lines is, when your whole life's a vacation destination, punk rock may be the only escape. How do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, honestly, unfortunately, that... That sentiment does ring true in my own personal life, um, <laughs> unfortunately, as cliche as that is. I hate that you can wrap up my whole existence in one sentence of spin review, but uh, you can. <laughs> Was this um, a spin review of this this album? Yes. Wow. wow. That makes me I already think, feel... Uh, it, that Please just makes know. me think about... Um, I forget where this was written, but it was about like, um, like, uh, like punk music as like an expression, like a like a specifically like white, like idea of freedom, like, uh, you know, like losing control, like, like you know, this guy's life is like vacation landlord land, so like he needs to like scream and cry yeah that concept of like ever having the control that you could you know let loose on a track for funsies is like that's a privilege in and of itself i think 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the album, I feel like, carries that around with it a lot. Like, there's a lot of, like, I, like, there's a lot of, like, I'm about to, like, like, completely lose it. And I'm, like, not really, like, analyzing what's going on. Uh, like, well, I don't, I don't want to get too into it without, like, talking about the songs in particular. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, you can literally, if you want to eviscerate this, literally go off. No one's going to stop you. <laughs> no, but... so, well, it's funny. Actually, this song, this first song, I really like a lot. Um, King of the Beach. I think it's a It I, has, like, I'm sorry. I'm so bad at interrupt. I, like, bulldoze constantly. Just literally tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, please go go ahead. <laughs> I just think I let's think let's see let's see let's see in general I love the way this record sounds I think okay like sonic wise that okay is... Becca does not no that is what was making me cry listening to it <laughs> the, because, the quality of the sound because made the you mix cry. the mix on certain songs is so good <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I I'm just, actually. Oh, I can't handle it. I'm glad that you say that because I also j'adore the mix on this record. And we, for the last museum mouthful, we reached out to someone who was involved with the mixing process on this album to have him mix our record because I thought it sounded so good. Yes. Is that embarrassing or is that like cool? I can't decide. That's cool. I think it's cool too. I like. I'm. I, I have a couple thoughts about that too, which is like one, I'm so surprised. Like I feel like like Becca, like your your response is probably so rare to the record <laughs> of like like these mixes are so beautiful. <laughs> like I'm like I'm moved to tears because like or at least like from my perspective, when I turned this record on for the first time, I was like I was like oh I thought this was like gonna be like one of those like slick you know like surfy band like like i was like oh this sounds like shit it's like cool <laughs> like i really like the way that it's recorded it's like like there's like really shitty like digital hum like it's like the drums are like some of the worst recorded drums like of all <laughs> time like it's just like it, it might as well have been like some like someone playing like four pieces of like eight and a half by eleven like printer paper and just okay, like so slapping you- them with pens like I'm stopping you. Okay, literally, I love when instruments don't sound like what they're supposed to sound like. So to me, to me, this is like some of these drum sounds. I'm like, okay, I literally remember like the his name is Kyle Slick Johnson, the guy that did some of the mixing on this record. He was involved with that process. I remember reaching out and being like, okay, the drum sounds on King of the Beach are so wild, and they kind of like set like a funny atmosphere to me, like in the song. Like if I was visualizing the song, it's like sometimes the drums are like up here. If the song's a semicircle, it's like sometimes the drums are up here and they sound like wood banging on wood. And sometimes <laughs> they're like down here and it's like really echoey, reverby. I was just like very much in my own head trying to explain this visual to him and being like you did a good job with this i want you to do that on my record mm. yeah there's yeah. a there, i'm thinking like like because this first song king of the beach is very wood banging on wood like mm-hmm. everything's sort of like 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 the kick drum and the snare drum sound like the same drum <laughs> and mm-hmm. like they kind of do yeah <laughs> it's and and they're also like they're really well played like i mean they're like sloppy and crazy but like i think that they sound like 
I would go up to that drummer after a show and be like, that ruled. <laughs> um, yes, yes, most definitely. But then you're like... right, there are other songs. Oh, I'm sorry, Becca. Were, oh, were no. Say something? I, I was just going to say, I feel like I don't even notice the drums in these songs, really. Everything's so, <laughs> like, I just feel like they're so distorted. Like, I don't know. I'm too busy focusing on, like, all the other shit going on. Like, I'm trying to figure out what's what is going on. That is true. Some of the guitar, I'm like, how do you even make a guitar sound like this? Like, what's occurring? Like, what kind of weird echoey stuff makes it sound like it's, like, literally stuck in, like, an HP printer? How do you make your guitar <laughs> sound like an HP printer? Because sometimes they do that on this record. Have you ever seen that photo? Uh, it's, like, like, I've seen a photo. It's just, like, 12 boss metal zone pedals chained into each other. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. that's like what this album makes me think of with its guitar. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could see that. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I will say this song kind of does something. It establishes kind of what the full band, like like the punk songs on this record sounds like. It like really intros, like in terms of frequency and mix, like what the full band normal ass straightforward songs sound like. They all kind of like use this as like the blueprint, in my opinion. This song lyrically is funny to me especially reading like the genius annotations of it where people were chiming in on the deep meaning behind you know not wearing sunglasses or like sunscreen at the beach and they're like Nathan would rather get sunburned just to feel something (laughs) (laughs) boot just like no stop i think waves is one of the few bands that it's like it literally is exactly as it reads there's no need to dig deeper sorry that's why i was just like you guys are really reaching (laughs) i i i like totally agree with both of you where it just seems to me like it's like this is a song that this guy wrote about like being really cool like he was just like i'm fucking awesome and like and i'm at the beach yeah and like no one can make me feel bad about myself because of how dope i am like i will say anytime a straight man says like a, a sentence like you're never gonna stop me i'm actually like oh, okay actually stop right there please <laughs> that is that's toxic rhetoric mind your manners but yeah in no, general oh, yeah, no, no, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry please go i was just gonna say in general i truly do think that this song rocks yeah well i so i agree with you also or i'm like like when i listened to the song i was like this is like a toxic guy but like in my reading of that i was like i don't personally care that much like he can be the king (laughs) of the beach over there (laughs) and like honestly i think it's just kind of badass to tell like to like write this song and be like I'm really fucking cool. Like, it's like the album sounds best and feels best when he's just like, I'm a like dope guy who's having fun right now. Which is so, it's so funny because so many songs on here are so self deprecating. Like, this first one, he's like, I'm so cool. And then he's like, I'm so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love that that's, like, the central conflict of the record, which is another reason why I think it's so stupid. It's just just this guy who's like, I can't tell if I'm awesome or I'm bad. And it's like, wow. (laughs) I kind of actually, I literally, this is, uh, Waves kind of does something that, like, I... 
it's important to me that when a straight man is making music, I think they're at their best when they're like not trying to be insanely deep. Like, you know, it's like kind of funny. I kind of like, I kind of, I I respect it when it's like in its own lane and it's not trying to be so esoteric and ridiculous that like it's pulling meaning out of nothing. Like this is the lane that I like when straight men occupy in terms of music. <laughs> Everyone's nodding their head. Yeah, yeah. Full, full, full agree with that. It's just okay, like you're doing yes. what you do best, which is like you're being like really obnoxious and loud about how you're the best. And yes, like, I will say I never thought about establishing a central conflict on this record. But now that you have said those words, I will never stop thinking about that. Wow. <laughs> it's a very, very funny conflict. It's like <laughs> it is. It's like someone who like, not only has he never been to therapy, but he's never even like begun to tell anyone about the way that he feels <laughs> like, like not like he's a friend. Like, like there's just there's no uh everything is completely unprocessed like like he's like a baby <laughs> but it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay so Becca, how do you feel about this song do you think it rocks or do you think it sucks? i think it rocks okay yes yeah that's a, that's yeah. a unanimous uh decree of it rocking yeah that's three votes rocks okay so track two super soaker i have something really funny uh to reveal about this song and I never knew what the lyrics were for the the cruise part is that the chorus I don't know I always thought the words were without looking up lyrics I was always saying little critter hands (laughs) (laughs) I I love that imagery (laughs) I will say I googled little critter <laughs> that's you no know, if you did that at karaoke i would believe you it's very convincing um i googled this song last night because i was like i was also like yeah what is that like wordless kind of hook and just on like the basic google homepage, the lyrics for that part are bill clinton bill clinton and i was like there's no way that's real so i like went to genius and it's cruise all stretched out but now that i'm like listening to it i'm like i can't even pretend to hear bill clinton in that part <laughs> How weird. Where did you get this Bill Clinton information? <laughs> Literally Google. I feel like on the front page of Google. I'm going to screenshot it and post it on the, the gram when we post this up because it's very jarring and very weird. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if those were the lyrics, I might I might really love this song. <laughs> um, I want to meet his alien. Why is he missing? That's some Tom DeLonge shit. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Um, It's actually funny. I definitely enjoy this song sonically, but now that I'm looking at the lyrics, there really isn't a lot here. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone have anything like um, earth shattering they want to share about this song? Any opinions? Uh, There's like cool synths at at the end of the song. They're like, wow, wow, wow. At the very end, during the stupid part, mm-hmm. yeah, that is cool. Any love a good knob tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the? There, there's like a repeated. There's a refrain at the end of the song. Um, yeah, like I remember. The, so like my experience with the song was that like the whole like beginning like it felt sort of like there's some kind of time signature thing or like a missing measure somewhere, and like 
it was really throwing me off <laughs> in a way where I was like, like I couldn't even hear any of the lyrics. I was like, what? The, like this, this whole song to me was just like, <laughs> like. <laughs> But then at the end, there was like, like as it's like ramping up into like idiot, um, I was like, there, there was this like repeated line, and like it was sort of becoming more of a straightforward like rock and roll song, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool now. But then it ended. <laughs> <laughs> I love you're like basically giving us like the entire live synopsis of how you felt listening to this the first time. <laughs> I do at the end when it does the like da 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 da. I like do enjoy that, and typically that's like a, a cadence type thing that I don't love, but I think it gives the song some nice context. That's fun. I think it's bold to have one of your catchiest songs have like kind of a wordless chorus. You know, no. Yes, no. I'm like trying to think of, I am combining this song with like every other song on the record. All I hear is Little Critter Hands. (laughs) Oh, This song was a single, I believe. No, it wasn't. I lied. I thought it had a vid, but maybe it doesn't. Is this at the end? Do his backing vocals come in where he's like, no, I don't think so. No, that's you're thinking of another full band song. I think even Felix, you might be thinking of another full band song because there is the idiot one. um, But this one is the one that ends with the but I still feel stupid, comma, stupid, stupid, stupid. Right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the context, the content is very similar. In a lot of these full band songs, yeah. <laughs> Stupid and idiot, they're um they go hand in hand. They're dating. Yeah, we've we've uh transitioned now into the part of the album where he entertains the idea that he might be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. In general, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna because the next song is literally called Idiot. So I'm gonna give my verdict on this song and I'm gonna say Super Stoker, Bill Clinton. I think the song kinda rocks. I think it rocks, even though I'm mixing it up with every song on this album. My feeling is that it sucks really bad. I'm sorry (laughs) to the two of you. You don't have to apologize. Oh, my God. Super Soaker, a.k.a. Super Sucks. Okay. (laughs) Track three, Idiot. Oh, this track is when I realized that the version of this album I have in my iTunes is in the wrong order. Oh, really? Yeah, because at this point, it went to, like, Linus, whatever that song is. Spacehead? Yes. And I was, like, looking at the the track list for the lyrics, and I was like, well, shit, I've been listening to this record my whole life in the wrong order. Really? Yeah. I, like, kind of love hate when that happens to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, the 10 years I spent loving this record, it's actually totally different because it's synced different. It's cool because it's like a unique experience that you had with this thing that a bunch of other people, like, you you presumed that you shared it with them. But actually, like, you're probably one of, like, the very few people who, like, has the same, like, narrative structure for it. If only I thought that deep. <laughs> Becca, maybe for you this album was, you know, like maybe like maybe he lands on being good at the end of your version instead of be- being uh, bad. Yeah. 
Sure. Possibly. (laughs) There's a lot of, like, you know, complex shit that could have happened as a result of this this mix-up. My high school brain was definitely analyzing this record with that narrative, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. In a, in a weird way, I feel like the lyrics, I'm not supposed to be a kid, but I'm an idiot. I, as someone who outspokenly, I claim to have a very low IQ, that kind of resonates with me. <laughs> I'd say I'm sorry, but it wouldn't mean shit. The ending of this song saves this entire song for me this is the one with the high ooze that you were singing yeah yeah because like the last set of vocals and like instrumentals yeah it's what saves it from being just fine for me the song okay (laughs) felix anything you want to add um i i like the like the chorus of the song the like like but it wouldn't mean shit <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's like it reminds me it has that sort of like s- like snotty like teenage boy vibe of like 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 maybe maybe he reads bukowski or something it's like that kind of self-deprecation of like well i know that i'm bad like that's what makes me yeah. different is that like i can i'll be the first to admit that i'm stupid <laughs> a self-awareness in a yeah, and like you know, like in music, like that's like that's such a popular thing these days. Like, like I feel like that's like the Drake vibe, is is like sort of similar to like that Bukowski tool of like, it's like, like I'm being so honest with you about how much of a bastard I'm being. Like, how can you possibly be mad at me about it? Um, and there's like a lot, there's a lot of power that comes with that. Like, there's a lot of like, like it makes me, it makes well, not me, but people in general, and sometimes me. I'm not. I'm not above being swayed by like a redemption <laughs> narrative of like a, like a shitty guy. Like, um, it's just a, you know, from a an analytical place. I'm like, I know what you're doing, but from a like, there's still a little like place in my heart for like, oh, I, I feel bad for you. You're a stupid guy and you know, and that's hard. <laughs> and it's also like, <laughs> it's also kind of familiar. Like when someone is like, when a man is serving you that angle, it's like, oh, I've dealt with someone like you before. Like I can relate my experiences with other people like you to the, the lane you're in right now. Right. I don't know. You said yeah. also like as a self-identified stupid person, like yes. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> <laughs> god all right i think idiot unfortunately i think this song rocks i think it rocks i i also think that it well okay well (laughs) well i think like so i don't think it sucks so i'm gonna say that it 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 rocks more than it sucks is that okay sometimes yeah you can totally any quantifier you want to use works but also sometimes things on the pod are just okay Oh, see, I didn't realize that from the title. <laughs> I like to, yeah, I like to, we like to pepper it in every now and then. <laughs> I think the song's okay. Okay, beautiful. We love that. Okay, track four, When Will You Come? Sing it to the sun. The song is basically me once it's winter in the Bay Area. Just sun, when will you come? Did I write this song? I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, depression anthem. Also, this is very much. I get a lot of Christmas in July vibes from this record as a whole, but then like this song definitely probably because there's jingle bells in it, and it's very much like that Disney Channel movie where it like never snowed. I think it was in San Diego. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. I don't. <laughs> Disney Channel missed me, unfortunately. Ah, uh, there's like a machine and it makes it snow. Uh, oh, God, that. Okay. Carry on. I got a good Listeners, if you're familiar with the, the Disney Channel original movie that is about Christmas in July, please console uh, Becca, make her feel less I'm alone. Is this the song that has the drum beat? You know, like capital T, capital D, capital B, the doom. Doom doom ka. Is that this one? The Be My Baby yeah. beat. Yeah, the Be My Baby, the Vivian Girls beat, the Just Like Honey beat. There, it's like a, it reminds me of that Magnetic Field song. Um, oh my God, which one? Oh, um, uh, Just Like Honey. No, that's, that's by not. <laughs> Jesus and Mary Jane. That's, but it's the same in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ultimate Christmas present is the movie I'm thinking of. Anyways. Okay. What's the magnetic field song, Felix? Do you know off the top of your, your head? Yeah. Uh, uh, when You Were My Baby. It's off okay. of um, Wayward Bus. It's okay. like, it's like one, it's, I think it's the album after Strange Powers. Um, it's like a Strange 90s. Powers is on Holiday. Oh, Holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um, love that record. That was like low key, like especially like this era, like of me being obsessed with music. That was like one of my favorite records. I love that album. It's so good. It is very good. Yeah, I. <sighs> this one was all sung by this woman uh, Susan Anway, who I don't think was like involved with them for very long. Um, but I love her voice, and 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 she sings on on uh this first song that has the same drum beat that I always thought was like uh some kind of like. Casio loop thing but uh then hearing this and hearing it produced in the same way I was like no this is probably just that's just a drum beat <laughs> but it's like it's an amazing <laughs> drum beat it's an iconic drum beat for sure in general unfortunately like I grade these songs that are like less full bandy on this record a little differently than the full bandy songs and the curve that I'm grading those songs on I don't think this song rocks that hard uh I think it kind of sucks I disagree uh, because I love this kind of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are addicted to atmosphere. I, I really am. Anytime atmosphere makes an appearance, I just, I can't get enough. And there's like no, I don't think there's any guitar in this song. Except at the end, there's like a little reverby, very simple riff. But I like I like the vibes going on. I like okay. the song. I think it rocks. Yeah, I personally, I don't need this band to be, like, going, like, full steam ahead. Like, like there are, there are songs on here that I think rock that aren't, like, the rock band songs. But I do think that this song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Couldn't agree more. Okay. Uh, track five is called Post Acid. I need to look at the lyrics to remember which exact song. I this made a is. note that this is just a best coast song. 
Well, I mean, they were a couple when this came out, and famously, the the cat on the cover is Snacks, Bethany's cat. Oh, that insane cover! I yeah, I actually cover. love the. I like the cover <laughs> for this record. It's cute. It does like that like glitter paper collage background thing like really well. Where I feel like other albums and that kind of like era of visual art is very like corny, but it's very honest to like the the vibe of this band, which I liked. It was like this is like very silly and there's like oh like cat smoking weed or something i was just like (laughs) i was like thank you for like you know it's not like like you didn't try to like take like a really nice like photo or like you know make it appear like we're gonna be grappling with something here (laughs) like (laughs) it's not like a beautiful portrait of you in like an iconic setting it's truly just a cartoon of a cat smoking weed yeah You know immediately what they're selling. Um, let's see. Post acid. How do I feel about this song? I'm just having fun with yeah. AKA, it could also be a Shin song. Mm. Oh, yeah. I never thought about it through that lens. Yeah, I was listening the, like, to it. It's like, yeah, this sounds like it could be on whatever that album from Shin. Shoots too narrow. No. Uh, the one after that. You know my memory. My memory is not made for this. What is that one called? No, it's the one with um. Google is my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Wincing the night away. Yeah, that's the one after shoots De Niro, Queen. I don't even remember what I said when you said that. So (laughs) you said no. Shut the fuck up. And I said okay. (laughs) Okay. Um. I like this song. I think it's fun. <laughs> this That's is just like a, just like our beer and pet review. Every song yeah. is fun. I like this song. All right, please, someone else say something. <laughs> oh yeah, I um. So I really like this song a lot. Um, I think this is actually my favorite one on the record. Um, Becca, I also agree about like the Shins vibe with it. I feel like the really like notey vocal melody in that chorus reminds me of things that the the shins guy does where you're just like how did you even conceive of a vocal melody this that moves this much (laughs) um and i feel like that also like start like got used by a lot of like emo bands around that time like maybe even a little bit before like i don't have such a good uh knowledge of these things but this is the way that i think of like fallout boy is like vocal melodies that are just like so many different notes <laughs> it's like it's just it they're they're like very complex and like that's like what what you know that's like the selling point of a lot of those songs and this song really sold me on that the like the you even just the you yeah song like mm-hmm. like the you is i don't want to use i don't want to take carl's word i don't want to say it's fun but it is fun <laughs> it's fun <laughs> like, it's an it's enough fun for me that i'm like the song is awesome <laughs> like, he's singing directly at you he's ha- he's also having fun with you it, yeah it, it, the, like <laughs> the line graph of the you is fun to me yeah Oh, yeah. This song is literally, it's very enjoyable. I'm trying so hard not to just say fun for the 100 millionth time. but You're just having fun. I'm just having fun with this album. Nathan's when this album came fun. out, 
I was hell-bent on trying to have fun when this album came out. So in that nostalgic way, I enjoy this album a I, lot. I was trying to figure out like what the song was about because these verses sort of like ha- there's like a sort of like feeling of like 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 he like needs something like he's like he's sort of in a in a bad way like 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 doesn't it start it starts with like misery like won't you comfort me yeah yeah and like like will like will you hold my hand and like like understand is I think another one classic rhyme mm-hmm. hold my hand Very understand. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> second grade reading level but like yeah and then but then the chorus is that he's just having fun with you I was trying to figure out like like I literally don't know what he means I don't care is mixed messages like, just, <laughs> he is giving us mixed messages that we do not need yeah right like we like and it's not like crucial to my enjoyment of the song is not like this understanding of what he's talking about like he can just say you and like do that thing and i'll be like that's cool like you know you're the king of the beach like i think i think saying he's in a bad way is like a really iconic and really easy way to 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 summarize the lyrics in this song wow oh man okay i think this song rocks personally yes i also think it rocks yeah okay slay all right track six take on the world the first line like is, well, I hate my writing. It's all the same. And I mean, at least he is self-aware that all of his writing is the same, you know? Yeah, I think, Felix, you saying earlier that there is like a self-awareness. It's like I obviously always knew that. I like knew it's almost like a character singing this whole album. But like, yeah, this is where it like peaks for me where it's like, OK, yeah, he knows what the fuck's going on. He knows his his angle. Yeah, it's like this makes me think of there's a a Jeffrey Lewis song uh, called Songs About Songwriting, um, and it's are, are are either of you familiar? With I'm that not one? familiar. No, it's not a good song. I'd say it's actually a pretty bad song. Um, <laughs> it sucks. It does suck. Uh, and and actually, the, it, it's funny because the song is about like so the the. The chorus of the song is songs about songwriting suck. So I'm writing a song about songs about songwriting. Uh, And so it sucks even more in a way. Um, But also it's true. I believe that it does speak the truth about songs about songwriting, which is that they do suck. Um, Because I really hate to hear someone like, you know, like you only have half an hour of a record here and you're going to fill it up with three minutes of saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's like the telltale sign that you don't have a lot to say. Yeah, it's, it's a the bummer. telltale sign that you should maybe not be writing lyrics in your bands. Like, give it to someone else. Yeah, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> that's a really great point. I know, um, famously, Graham, who was in Museum Mouth, Graham is Becca's older brother. Uh, his wife Courtney would always be like, whenever she would hear like a Museum Mouth line that kind of like reference like songs and writing songs, she'd always be like, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, boot, no, I can't relate to that. And I'm always like, okay, well, just like give me a minute. <laughs> But I do appreciate that honesty, and it's true. Songs about songwriting do suck ass. Um, but this song is only like kind of about that, isn't it? I, I mean, don't know. Is, as, I never really aside from about like the lyrics, I want to say that the way the chorus is mixed is really interesting. You should have seen me yesterday listening to it in my headphones. I was like, 
like trying to figure out what was going on. Like, <laughs> but I, I feel like it sounds like they layered his voice like a shit ton and it's not all perfectly in sync. So that already fucks with you. And it's equally in like the left and right ear. And then there's like this crazy 8-bit tone that fills up your right ear. Uh, yeah. Is that guitar? Like, what are those like weird 8-bit tones? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this song is like a really interesting mix. At the end, the guitar gets like really distant. And then that's where like some atmosphere comes in. So, you know, I'm digging it. <laughs> Yeah, this song does kind of do, like, it has, like, a fake sort of fade out where just musically it gets bigger and further away from you as it goes, which is cool. I love a trick like that. There really is a lot of cool sound sort of scapes within these songs, which is fun. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I literally, again, (laughs) I I know one word and it's fun. (laughs) Something's either it rocks or it sucks or it's fun. (laughs) The game tomorrow for tomorrow's episode is going to be take a shot every time we say a song is fun. Yeah, and people are going to be blacking out across America. <laughs> <laughs> the song, I think the song rocks. I think it rocks. The Yeah, I mean, very, very interesting mix happening. I like that the chorus is the most subtle part of this song. I think that it's cool that it's like kind of the most monotone, like low of the song. Felix, how you feeling? I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, so I kind of think the song sucks. It's, I don't think it's like, it's not bad. <laughs> um, it's not, <laughs> it's, it actually, it might be one of my favorites on the record and it might, st- I might still think it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very, I mean, it is a Waves album after all. You're allowed to think it sucks, but still enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, like, this, I, it is first of all, it's ha- really hard for me to get past the the songs about songwriting vibe, um, <laughs> and I think this is the one where I was listening where I like really started like thinking about like like I know I I mentioned like therapy and unprocessed emotions like earlier. I was like, this is the song where I'm like, this dude is like very stupid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like the song is like, he's like. He's like, I hate myself a lot, and so, like, I'm going to lash out at the world. And I'm like, that's very simple. <laughs> like, yeah, and I can understand that, but, like, that's yeah, so Yeah, a knee-jerk reaction you. that you should not be doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. None, and none of this comes from a place of being, like, I think this is a bad man, like, for having these feelings. <laughs> like, it's all coming from, like, that's, like... It's just boring. <laughs> like it's it's boring. like lizard yeah, brain it's shit. Yeah, it's yeah. boring. I agree with that. So like, uh, yeah, like listening to it, like, like I can feel his, like, I, I can feel that it's coming from a real place of like emotion for him that he's like, maybe feels like he's processing something. But like, you've got a lot, so much work to do to like, say something <laughs> interesting, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I think it sucks. <laughs> okay, hell yes. I love that. I love that you said Post Acid's your favorite song. You also enjoyed the song. It might be your second fave, but this one sucks and Post Acid rocks. <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh I think God. this next one might actually be one of my favorites if I'm remembering correctly. But Okay, so well, track seven is called Baseball Cards. Oh, no, no, no. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is an animal collective song it's very animal collective um we also have a drum machine moment another christmas in july song uh and then we also hear that 8-bit tone from the last song here again uh okay i do grade this on the kind of not full band songs this is like one of like the weird stoner jam moment songs and i think this one's okay i don't is the end the thing where it does the like weird yeah yeah very fun micro chord moment someone i think a lot of these songs they kind of like especially the like a lot of the songs in general in this record kind of build up to like a strong final act and i think that that's always something that you know at least the song goes somewhere some songs don't go anywhere yeah this song also like before this album the only album other album of waves i listened to was there's like a skateboarder on the cover yeah that's the one with the three v's it's waves with three v's um oh okay yeah and this song i feel like goes back to his roots on that album like it's just very lo-fi yeah was this all recorded like was was this like done in a studio do y'all know that or I think this album was, yeah, it was produced by Dennis Herring, who has done, let's see. The Hives, I'm just gonna... Modest Mouse, Jars of Clay, Mute Math, Benfolds. They recorded it at his studio in Mississippi at Sweet Tea Studios. Yeah, I know um, Kyle Slick Johnson, the mixing guy that we worked with, he also worked on some of the Modest Mouse stuff with this guy, with Dennis Herring. Uh-huh. I mean... I think it's cool. I love when you go into a nice studio and you come out with a record that sounds kind of shitty. I think that's like a bold <laughs> move. And I don't think this song, I think this record in general, it sounds like kind of shitty, but it's like it, it's like it has that self-aware quality where it's like this is our brand of kind of shitty and there's actually so much going on that when you like start taking it apart like piece by piece, you're like, wow, this is like really well created. This is really expertly crafted. I'm enthusiastically nodding my head. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you guys can't hear that, but it is happening. Yeah, this song had like to me had a really interesting mix, like definitely like rougher than most of the record. I, my thought uh, upon my first listen to it was like it sounded like like exactly the same as hearing like like you're like you're shopping in a grocery store around Christmas time. And like the speaker is broken, kind of in the grocery <laughs> store, and it's like playing this song. like like that is somehow the exact atmosphere that they made, and it made me think of like uh, you know that Brian Eno like oblique strategies thing. Uh, I don't personally, but <laughs> it's like this uh, deck of cards. Uh, I think he he made it maybe maybe with someone else as well or maybe it's just something that he used but it's this okay. this deck of cards that you draw from as like uh, often as like a music producer um, that like just give sort of random production and like recording advice to you like okay. things like so you're like sitting there like you're working on a mix and you're like I hate this and I don't know what to do and then you like draw from this deck and it says like go outside and listen to the mix from like the other room and like okay and it's supposed to sort of just like make you do all these weird things that you wouldn't normally do to like sort of create 
you know energy interest yes anything exactly so it, it felt to oh. me as though this like could have been just some like some some card that was drawn of like make it sound like it's from a busted speaker of a grocery store like, <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's not a card in the deck i am petitioning for it to be one now because that's really great yeah it's a beautiful setting sound design baby if i ever in my career am doing the sound for a scene in a grocery store at Christmas time. I know what song to use now. Exactly. You wouldn't even have to like put a filter on it to like. (laughs) I will say there is one song on this record that I truly do think sucks, but it's not this song. I think the song low key rocks. I like this song. I think it rocks. Felix. I think it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Track eight, Convertible Balloon? Yeah. This I say that with a question mark, but I definitely know that that's the next It feels song. like, a, like, what is this song when it... <laughs> I remember... Dude, I... <laughs> Wait, go. I, I feel like I know what you're... I know song. you I are. This song is so good. <laughs> I remember, like, when this album came out, you... Yeah, you could only talk about the song but when you're listening to this album as a whole this song comes on and you're like what the fuck am i listening to (laughs) this song is a trip it's very much a trip i like my inner troll has always just been like yes this song like there's so many different parts going on too you should see my face when i'm listening to it because it's like i'm high but like concentrating really hard just trying to figure out what is happening in the song. Um, but the song also kind of reminds me of Close to Me, the song by The Cure. By The Cure? Yeah. It moves similarly. It has like a kind of fun, goofy cadence like that. And it has like some similar sounds even, I would say. Oh, man. I just... All right, please speak on this track. <laughs> oh, just... So I love this song. Okay, yay! <laughs> I think this song is awesome. Uh, it's just like it. It also like completely like defies any kind of like analysis for me. Where I'm just like, this guy created some rules, which is like convertible was gonna be kind of like the meter and rhyme, <laughs> and then just like went with that for the rest of the song, and just like talked about like he's like alone at night. Maybe he's driving. Maybe he's playing games. Like <laughs> just like. He's in a cocoon. He's in a balloon. Like it's like Doctor <laughs> Seuss style. Like totally doesn't give a shit. Like what he's talking about. His like voice. I, I think it's really cool. <laughs> he lends his voice really well to the the whole vibe of the song. Um, the note, whatever the note is, where he like does the like the like down, where he's like down. I love that. Yeah. Where he he literally sounds like a musical cartoon in this song. <laughs> Like Nintendo in my room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love this there's song. A, this song is... There's a synth going on at some point in the song that sounds like the knife synth. You know what I'm talking about? Like the heartbeat yeah. synth? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I have so many random notes on this song because, like I said, I just like, there's so much going on and I just try to figure out what's happening. This is a classic case of like, show me the project file. I want to know what I'm listening to. Yeah, it, It's got to be dense. 
what's the 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 repeated part of the song is it's it's the night the moon right or did i mishear that I don't it, when you look up the lyrics it doesn't even say. Yeah, it doesn't it cuz that's like the backing vocals but apparently those don't matter. Huh? They're the hook. They're almost the chorus. <laughs> like that's so funny. I would say <laughs> if the song had a chorus it's that. But yeah, I I really like that. Like 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 you know, also just like doesn't really do anything except for like establish the setting of all these like weird sort of psychedelic like things that are going on. <laughs> uh but I I don't know I like I think I think like like this is like you know if the man is truly like a baby existing in like a pre symbolic state of mind like mm-hmm. he's in his wheelhouse here to like he's just like saying some you know shit maybe it's profound maybe it's not <laughs> he's lying inside his insufferable womb. <laughs> He really truly is in this song. He's, he's revealing where he's coming from for sure in this song. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Convertible Balloon easily hands down my favorite song on this record. It's so fun. Yeah. I think it rocks. It it's it it's not only fun, it's also beautiful and it's cool, Becca. Don't clock my one adjective. I've got three now. <laughs> I think it rocks, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, track nine, Green Eyes. Not to be confused by the Coldplay song, Green Eyes. By Coldplay? Wait, what song is that? Oh, I mean, obviously that song is Green Eyes by Coldplay, <laughs> oh but like, what are, what are the lyrics? I don't... Sing isn't a little ditty. Isn't it? I swear to God, if I'm wrong, this is embarrassing. Um, yeah, Green Eyes. It's on Rush of Blood to the Head. Uh, was it an album track? Huh? I don't think it was a single. Uh, God, I love it's crazy. This, is, this, is... this album we could do on the pod. I forgot. We should do it I... eventually. Well, you don't even know the song "Green Eyes." I mean, I definitely listen to it at some point in time. Please it's like, don't come for my Coldplay eyes, cred. You're the one that I... Ugh, I'm not even gonna. Nope. Nope. Becca, I want you to know a lot of people have reached out to me about how you do have perfect pitch. I don't shut. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They have. Um, oh, when you're Becca, when you're recalling these songs, are you always like recalling them in the right key? How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> the answer is yes. Felix, the answer is yes. <laughs> Becca has a moment on the Beer on Pet app where she sings a line just off the top of her head, and it literally sounds like the isolated vocal take of the song. I was like, oh my god, gagged. That's amazing. <laughs> I know she's so talented. Anyways, green eyes. Um, uh, the song. Oh, this song made made me cry because of the mix. (laughs) It's really well done. But the lyrics are like, "My own friends hate my guts," and I'm over here like with tears in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Such beautiful music. There's like an electronic didgeridoo sound thing in the background. <laughs> no, the electronic didgeridoo. Uh, that's, that's a Waves exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You know somewhere, like, someone who worked on this record is like, oh shit, she heard the didgeridoo. <laughs> and ten years later, someone's commenting on it. Say it. Listen to it with the didgeridoo in mind and you'll be like yeah that's what it sounds like <laughs> okay i will say 
the when I was initially getting into this band and loving this record, this was my like convertible balloon was like my favorite song in like a trolley funny way this was my favorite song in a way that i was like i wish i wrote this song obviously now looking back the lyrics are kind of beat in some spots where it's just like no hate my guts is like one of like the lamest things you could ever write as a lyricist just in general even maybe just as a person but um i do think this song kind of in in my nostalgic view of this record this was like the crown jewel of this record it like all led up to this moment and then the rest of the record fell after it I don't love this song, honestly. <laughs> I actually, I actually kind of hated this one. <laughs> um, this song extra sucks. <laughs> I just, I felt like so, like, I don't know. Well, okay. I also want to preface this with like, so like the way that I listen to music typically is like lyrics first, music section, and like that mm-hmm. really just like you know I, it was rough with this album. Like waves, waves, <laughs> waves, and I were already gonna not like get along because of that. Like, <laughs> but this this song, like, so yeah, there's the like my friends hate my guts thing, which I was sort of like is so like bad. you know it's just like classic emo band, like you know just like feelings that I haven't had in thousands of years <laughs> yes um, yes now that you and i are just like dust in the ether it's like what is that what yeah. are guts at this point i'm like yeah like my friends do hate my guts and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i'm old enough I don't to have, have enemies and i love my enemies <laughs> yeah. yeah we just can't i can't relate light. to having friends so this song <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> um but it was it was more like the also the like there were these sort of like peppered in like vaguely romantic lines in the song that I felt like there's this like running away with someone uh, thing like like I like am I thinking of the right song here where it's no like, yeah you totally are there's like yeah. a romantic I never really it's so this is like the, this is why the podcast exists it's like to take something that I cherished when I was twenty and decimated at thirty this song <laughs> is really confusing in terms of what it is selling it's like is it just a self-deprecating like I'm my own worst enemy by lit sort of thing or is there like what is this romance tie-in it's so strange love that song um is this a love song yeah I can't tell like like (laughs) it's like like there's some like 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 he's in this place where he like hates his friends and he hates himself but he like could have escaped it if he was just like brave enough and like man enough I think like is is his lyric to like follow her her, is what I'm assuming (laughs) is going on but he like didn't like he like he like couldn't do it or something and I'm like first of all like who is this person like no none of these other songs have anything to do with this person as far as I can tell does Bethany there's no romance Bethany has green eyes doesn't she Ooh, this is the person from you said best best coast Coast was dating waves that's unbelievable that these two they were like (laughs) they were on the yeah it was like a weird era where they were on the cover of some big magazine like literally together it felt like the entire music industry was like really trying to ship the fact that they were dating be like this is cool cool (laughs) i I personally would not want that i couldn't imagine dating a musician ever (laughs) only dating civilians yeah, I, I find out if she has green eyes. <laughs> You're like zooming in on Google. Yeah, you have to do this Google slew thing right now and figure out 
who this Can you even is zoom at? in on Google? Or are you just getting really close to the screen? She definitely has brown eyes. Oh, maybe he thought they were green and maybe that's why they broke up. <laughs> 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 I will say the like the kind of the bridge that like I would try and understand. I would try and understand that I'm to blame because I'm so lame. That's like that does feel like cop out vibes where it's like, OK, yeah, you're right, Felix. Just go to therapy. Like, seriously. <laughs> and then I'm not man enough. I'm just not man enough. That's like cringe. Like that shouldn't even be in your your vocabulary, your lexicon. How old were they when they wrote this? That's an amazing question. I know he's a couple years older than I am. He, I want to say he's like four or five years older than I am. I believe he was like 23 or 24. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's too late. <laughs> that's too old to be writing things like that. Because, you know, like I, I'm 28 right now. And like this record came out like what? Like this is 10 years ago. Mm hmm. Like I, if if I'd listened to this record even when it came out, I would have been like, I I can't. <laughs> like, as like an eighteen year old, I would have been like, like, mm-mm. I think that that's actually very embarrassing for me since I was literally twenty when this album came out, and I was like, yeah, it's cool. But again, I as a self confessed stupid person, I mean, is right up my damn alley. <laughs> On that note, I also like something that I wanted to mention is like. So when I was looking through all of, like, you know, the potential albums that we were going to, like, look at and, you know, dishonor with with, with this podcast, um, yes. I was like, all of these albums are cool. Like, like Carl and Becca, like, like listened to, like, cool music. Like, I was trying to, like, I was like, like, if you saw my pot, my iPod in high school, like, oh, my God. Like okay, so you're in a hell dream right now, Felix, and we're reviewing some other album that was on your iPod or iTunes. What is that? It's like like Dirt by Alice in Chains, <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah, Becca and I were like blog rock, or like a 1990s Motley Crue record. <laughs> Felix, I didn't know you had this in you. Oh my god, no, yeah, like my like like it like I didn't like like get into music that wasn't like patently bad until like much later <laughs> oh wow this is so interesting i love i'm inviting my friends on here just to learn about them <laughs> i'm just this. yeah i was i was very impressed and and slightly intimidated by the uh the, the indiness of of the uh <laughs> the ipod that we were going to interrogate <laughs> well, i'm glad you picked this album and I completely shot it with like a bazooka wow Okay, in general, Becca, do you have anything you want to say about the song? Uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just fine? Does it rock or does it suck? Uh, it rocks. There's cool things going on instrumentally. The mix is wise gorge. Yeah. I kind of think this is like a The Mighty Has Fallen moment for me. And I think this song kind of sucks. Green Eyes? If you would have, yeah, if you would have asked me just like on a whim, even earlier today, I would have been like, yeah, that song rocks. But in this moment, it's like not as iconic as I remember that. You got to go back and listen for that didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if once I listen with the didgeridoo again, I'll like, I'll email you a new verdict. <laughs> <laughs> yes well like i will include like the audio be like okay actually felix if you listen to this episode felix has retracted their statement <laughs> they think that song actually rocks <laughs> oh i love that um, okay iconic what's next what's next uh, mickey mouse 
Mickey, the audacity of naming a song Mickey Mouse. Oh my uh, god, this song. Uh, this fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Becca, I'm go ahead. I'm scared because I feel like this is a song I would write um, <laughs> if I wrote conventional <laughs> songs. Um, it's another just like Animal Collective type song, which yeah. also made me cry. And then I was laughing at myself for crying. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why I was so emotional yesterday listening to this. But uh, what does this song sound like? I'm reading it, but I can't hear it. In my it's brain. uh, <laughs> the lyrics don't even matter on this song. That's why it's something I would write. Hold on, sing a little. It's just Should I it's play like, it off my phone. It has the um. Right? Yeah, like that very high-pitched guitar. Yeah. Oh, I know this song. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard this song before. Can you guys imagine? Um, yeah, his vocals are just very buried, and it's very noisy. Um, yeah. I think the the curve that I'm grading the not full band songs on, I think this song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming for you, Becca. You know I love you. I know. It's just, it's funny how, uh, I don't know. Oh, meow. There's cat. There's cat on the pod. Oh, yeah. Cat's here. Chauncey's here. <gasps> Chauncey. How do you feel about Mickey Mouse, the song? <laughs> the arms! <laughs> um, oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one also, I, uh, <laughs> my like I was thinking a, a lot about like like it's funny Becca that you mentioned the the animal collective thing because uh, I th- I think the other time that you mentioned that was on baseball cards yeah and that was the the time that I was thinking about like really insane mixing that sounds like it's like coming from a specific place in like a specific moment of like you know like not like. I guess to, to be more specific, like like this song to me felt it sounded like I'm at a music festival and I've left where the music is coming from and I've gone over to like get the eight dollar like Bud Light and <laughs> I'm like far away like talking to some person like exchanging money for this beer and I'm still hearing the band. <laughs> I honestly, I was just like, wow, I can't believe that this mix sounds like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I like, I mean, maybe that's cool, but maybe it sucks. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like, if you don't, I feel like they're not trying to like make a huge statement with this song. I feel like the, like the full band songs are like the statement of this record. I feel like the songs that just kind of build atmosphere are like to, um, you know, what is the meme? The like the lazy stoners mind wanders at night. That's very like this vibe to me. Right? I'm not quoting that. I don't smoke weed very much, but um, I'm wow. I sound like a fool just babbling, like literally give the baby the mic. Um, but I think that this song, the melody is cute. I think the melody is cute in this song. I just... You know how you say every song is fun? Like, you can just assume any song that creates atmosphere. I love it. Can't get enough of it. The sha-la-la of it all with this song is cool. Is that this song? That's this song, right? That has the sha-la-la-la-la. All I can think about is, I like, I don't even associate 
they're being vocals with the song somehow. Yeah, I I agree. I also like I'm I like like I'm like I can't hear anything because I'm buying this beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, the band is very far away from where you're listening to this song. It does kind of establish that um, that soundscape, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I personally think this song sucks, but I don't. I don't think any song on this record is like so bad it's unlistenable. There's like redeeming things with every little thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I I, I agree that it, it sucks, but there's something interesting about it to me. Like I'm gonna be thinking about this song for a while and the way that it was mixed. And like like even if I don't enjoy it, like when I sit down to mix something next, I'll probably be thinking about it. why did that wave song sound like I was at the concession <laughs> stand? Like and how? Like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's gonna stay with you for uh, a minute. At I least. think the song rocks. Uh, that's it. Okay, Slay, love that. Okay, so moving on from track ten to track eleven, Linus Spacehead. Do, 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 do. Chill baseline. That's all. All right. Yeah, I kind of re- I I remember this one's like a little more rhythmic. What's going on in this one though? Like like I'm I'm having trouble recalling like specific lyrics or like Oh, it's like uh, this uh, Um I'm never getting out. Ooh. <laughs> That's this one. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I this is the song. This is the song I alluded to earlier. I think the song sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> why i don't know i just don't enjoy it and then like today like looking at like the wiki and seeing that it was written by stephen pope like the bassist um i didn't know that but it it always felt out of place to me um and as like confirmation bias i'm like oh yeah you know this isn't really up to like the caliber of like the other songs like obviously sonically it is because it's produced by the same person same people played on it but it's like i don't know i mean it makes not that we were ever sorry sorry, please no go no no. Oh, I was just gonna say, I, it's like not like the lyrics on this record are groundbreaking or like held to some sort of gold standard in general. But like, if there was a standard at all, I feel like this doesn't really meet it, in my opinion. Sorry, Stephen. It makes sense that the bass player wrote the song because the bass line is the best part. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. I think it's a nice, like, chill out song. But I feel like the like the not full band songs, like the atmosphere songs, like the last one, are like. Okay. The good chill out points of this record. I'm not trying to fight you. No, I was just going to say, like, if you're grading it on that sort of curve, yeah, it would suck compared to the other slow songs, but, like, I still think it's fine. All right, Felix, come on. My opinion with it, I mean, I, I, like, I agree (laughs) with Becca that it's fine, that it feels, it's fine. Like, this, it doesn't stand out to me at all on the record. Like, I'm not also terribly surprised to hear that the bassist wrote it although i am surprised just in that this band would let the bassist write a song it doesn't seem to be like (laughs) one of those bands (laughs) yes it feels like a one-person project yeah like some like like the bassist must have been like seriously owed a favor or something (laughs) or maybe he was finally like like, my songs do suck like i hate my songs and he was like please bassist write a song so i don't have to do this anymore (laughs) 
Maybe. I know this was like a, this was a weird record for, this was the first record that like Nathan kind of had like a real band behind him since it had kind of just been him in the past. And I know that the rhythm, like I think, I think the entire backing band kind of came from like Jay Retard's band yep. and then became his band for this record. So it's not like they like were inexperienced and never written a song, never recorded in the studio. Like they were like people that had a certain taste level that they were like known for. So I feel like giving it to someone in that band is not like a risky move but in general if from where i'm standing from my gay evil corner of the world i just think this song sucks yeah i just don't care about this song so i think I'm, i think I, I think it's just okay to me okay becca it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> i think this is the one that we've felt the least passionate about overall okay which brings us to the last song on the record, track 12, Baby Say Goodbye. Hold on, I have to uh, expel this bad boy from the room because uh, oh, he's, he's chewing on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be on the pod so bad. Get Shotzi on the pod. It's like there's a cat on this album cover. Yeah, we just it's so fitting that you'd be being terrorized by a cat on this app. <laughs> <laughs> now we might get graced with the sound of him uh, like siege like like he besieges my door when i oh my god (laughs) my cat toot does that he like literally i'll wake up in the morning if i'm like 10 minutes off from my like normal routine and you can hear him run from one end of the house into the door like a cannonball (laughs) i'm like what are you doing it's insane it's the same thing i like my entire door is covered with like claw marks now and he like he'll do it for like three hours straight (laughs) like he will not give up (laughs) Love a cat with a truly evil personality. Yeah, me too. Oh, I love that. All right, Baby Say Goodbye, the closing track on this amazing record by Waves. Oh, my God. Um, um, This song made me emotional as well. I feel like I never got to this song that much. So because, I don't know, by the time I got to it, I was like done listening to this album. And listening to it recently, I was like, holy shit, why did I never listen to this song? I agree. I kind of slept on this song. There are a lot of obstacles leading up to it. Yeah. It's not like an easy listen leading up to this like one amazing closing song. There's a lot to process on the way here. And I agree. I think this song is one that I... um. I didn't stand as a young person, but I really deeply love this song now. I will say I listened to it probably like twice leading up to like the five minute, 10 minute crunch time before we hopped on Zoom. And it was so chaotic in like the last minute or two that I was like, okay, I got to turn this off. This is actually (laughs) stressing me out more than I need to be stressed out. But in general, I think the song has a lot of cool things going on in it. I think it moves to a really cool place and I love it sonically. I think the song rocks. Yeah, but... The ending of this song is very a day in the life of them. Oh, yeah. Like the Beatles song, A Day in the Life? Is that what you're... Yes. This song also, I think I was also getting emotional because the song, for some reason, makes me really miss live music. Like, because it's like the perfect closing song. And I was just like, (laughs) I want... (laughs) <laughs> do you think they ever played this song live? I feel like this would kind of be like a tough one to pull off because there's so much weird, like synthy atmosphere stuff. And every time I saw this band live, it was just like four people, you know, two guitars, bass, and drums. Yeah, I love the I like Western 
chorus vibes going on and like that galloping drum rhythm it's so good yeah it's just so different like it's it's unexpected this is you know this is the the love interest the romance from earlier she's back in the song yeah what's happening what's happening here <laughs> like <laughs> that's the ultimate question i feel like you're about to decimate what's happening here no no actually this one it's funny like i don't have particularly strong feelings about it like okay. i like like what Beck, what becca what you said uh resonated with me about uh like missing live music as a result of this like like and not i i mean maybe this song in particular but also for me like this album in general like the experience of listening to it felt like uh i was just like oh these songs like make you know they sound so like thrown together the way a live performance is thrown together that i was like like ugh, like i want to like hear like some of the only places that you really hear like drums that sound like wooden blocks hitting each other is like in a shitty basement somewhere and like <laughs> i want that really bad <laughs> like you uh, should uh listen to a lesson in crime by tokyo police club <laughs> <laughs> is, was that I, like on the list yeah we did it we did it a couple eps ago and it's like uh it's funny because like listening to that record now, I'm like, this literally feels like you are at the show. It's like mixed perfectly, like, like you're at the show. Like the drums are right in front of you. You got guitar over here. You've got keyboards over here. Vocals are down the center. Like it felt like that. And there's like one point where the toms are like rotating left to right. And I'm like, okay, that's you like looking at the band, but also like turning to your friend on your left and your friend on the right. <laughs> they pan the whole mix like one way. <laughs> yes. Like someone should do that with a record where they also like like put a like a low pass filter on the whole thing because you're like using the bathroom and then like take it off (laughs) oh my gosh okay y'all this is like the perfect business venture for us to pursue just you know immersive live concert experience but just through the mix of a record you know so if I ever do like a live, if I ever like buck up and do like a live stream thing in this COVID age, I'm going to like make sure audio wise that happens in it. <laughs> it's like me performing. I like get up and go into the bathroom and like the low pass filter cuts on. That's honestly a great idea. Yeah, I can like sound design some shit. So like when you do go to the bathroom, you even hear like yourself peeing. And uh... but I would have to record myself peeing, and that's disgusting. <laughs> I can just record pouring water into my toilet. Oh, that's right. You're a Foley artist. I forgot. I am a Foley artist. All right. What? A, come on. People, people, my people. What do we want to say about this beautiful song? Yeah, I'm avoiding the song personally because I, <laughs> I, like, I, don't, I don't like the song that much. I, I'm, that's fine. <laughs> I love the song. I feel like us coming at this as me and Becca coming at it from one angle and you coming at it from another angle. Obviously, the last track, this is our like last hurrah before the movie's over. I think that it's very telling that our angles are very different here more more than ever before. I am. Um, I truly do love this song. I feel like this song, like like maybe if I was like there with them more throughout like the the whole record, you know, like it would feel like this sort of like triumphant like you know, symbol crashing, like, you know, sort of yes. wild ending to something. Yes. But it to me, it kind of feels like I, like, just got there. Like, I just walked into the room and the band's finished or something. Like, and I'm just like, oh, who was that band? And someone was like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> I think that that if if like if if the three of us ever did it through some weird series of events like convene at a wave show, it would be like me and Becca like partying, going crazy here at the end, like the rock is ending me like that was so fun as like you come in, Felix, you're like, oh, what band was that? <laughs> <laughs> I like really do love that imagery for us, the journey that the three of us are on today. That feels like it's very true to the dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, do we want to do a final verdict on this whole album? Is it time? Okay, so Felix, the way that the final verdict works is I'm going to count to three, and then you announce whether you think the record rocks or it sucks, okay? Oh, we all say it at the same time. Yes, we say it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. and it's it blank, not like... Yes. Okay. Although Carl last time said this album rather than I'm sorry. I break my own rules constantly. (laughs) Okay. Is everybody ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three. It rocks. It sucks. Yes. Perfect. This this ep has literally gone exactly how I wanted it to go. I'm so happy that you came on the podcast. (laughs) I feel feel a little bit bad that, like, you, like. Don't. Like, you love this thing, and I'm just like, this is a pile of horse shit. (laughs) No, I am... The things that I stand wholeheartedly, almost everyone always hates. So, like, (laughs) I am used to this this dichotomy, a throwback to the emo lyrics that are in every song. (laughs) Dichotomy, precipice. What was the other one I really wish I could remember? Mm -hmm. I'll have to to ask Corey. Corey will definitely remember. Oh, Yeah, don't feel bad. Uh, yeah, please don't feel bad. I, everyone has and, different music tastes. It's uh, it's okay. It's not yeah, like... Yeah, this is an Alice in Chains album review. Totally different. <laughs> that is so interesting. I have, I literally have been a fan of your music for a long time. I never got an Alice in Chains sort of pedigree vibe. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, is there anything else anyone wants to say about this record or about their lives in general before the pod is over today? Just that, you know, like, you know, I'm I'm sorry this man is, is like, you know, was bad at writing songs and I understand why he's a landlord. <laughs> you essentially just Kiki Palmered him. You literally said sorry to this man. I did. Which I, <laughs> I did sorry I to this man. <laughs> Oh, that rocks so hard. <laughs> Becca, anything you want to say? Um, I hope he's gone to therapy, but keep in mind, even if a man goes to therapy, it does not make him a good man. Tea. Words of wisdom from me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience. Felix, where can the people find you online? Um, they can find me on Twitter. Um, it's like, I don't want to really go, I don't want to go into it, <laughs> but please go into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, well, my band's called Told Slant and there's a, and if you just search that on Twitter, you might find me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perfect. Um, wow. Felix, are you still there? <laughs> oh no. This is exciting. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> This is lasting. And just like (laughs) listeners, and just like that, Felix has left the building. They ghosted us. Oh, I wonder. I need to tell them what to do with their audio. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, if this sounds different or weird, it's because we're doing a little addendum at the end of the app because there were some things that we wanted to say. Um, For starters, please listen to the new Told Slant record at toldslant.bandcamp.com. The record's called Point the Flashlight and Walk. It's very good. The album before that going by, I also deeply love that album personally. Um, Becca? And... Our email is live. You can reach us at it rocks or it sucks, all one word, at gmail.com. Again, that is it rocks or it sucks at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us fan mail. Send us hate mail. Send us any. Please don't send us hate mail. <laughs> please, please send us hate mail. Stop, um, Carl. Any, <laughs> any guests, any future guests you'd love to hear on the pod, I was going to say see on the pod, I guess kind of see on the Instagram, but have them be on the pod, you know, send us, send us some, a list, you know, whatever. If you want to come on the pod, hit us up. We're trying to do two guests a month. And uh, if there are any albums you want to hear on the pod, send that in the email too. You want to sign up for some crazy spam? Sign up with our email. I'm <laughs> kidding. Please don't do that. I don't even know how to do that. Like... There's no marketing going on with this email. It's literally just a Gmail account. Uh, don't also, it goes to Becca's phone, not mine. So if you're trying to talk to me about something weird, um, please do that in my DMs like you normally would and not at this Gmail. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It Rocks or It Sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn. It's mixed and mastered by Becca High. You can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at It Rocks or It Sucks. Thanks for listening and feel free to like, follow, rate, review, share, do whatever you want. Bye.